Jim, James, Tim. What's his name? I wrote it down. Jeff. <laughs> Please welcome Jeffrey Lord. Oh, this is for the Jeffrey this Lord is- show. Lord, really? I thought Jeffrey Lord was kind of like a real guy. How are you supposed to be a strong, thrilling, powerful warrior and lover with a name like this? It is like a weak ejaculation. <laughs> Jeff. The Lord is the gatekeeper of all music in Fort Worth. Oh, Jeffrey. If you don't love the Lord, you're F and F. Like, really, is this the level that you sung to, Lord? So I'm done with Jeffrey Lord. Hey, hey, hey. I am your host, Jeffrey Lord. Welcome to the Funky Town Podcast. All right, all right. Have a seat, have a seat. I'm glad you're real excited, real excited. All right. Got a cool show for you tonight. Um, First off, our interview is going to be with Miss Bandy Hand from Big Heaven. And so we have a really um, fun conversation about local music. And um, we talked about a article in the Dallas Observer. I'll try to put a link in the description on that if you guys want to read about it. Um, it's an interesting talk, so I don't want to get too much into it. And just saying I had a really fun talk with, um, with this Mandy. And I think if you like local music talk and, um, kind of want to get nerdy about local music, then this would be a really fun episode. It's had a really good talk, really fun talk. I really like her. She's super cool. Super easy to talk to. Very informative. I had other things I wanted to get into her with too. It just, um, I could have talked to her for hours, um, but didn't. So I was, I was good. I kept it at a regular, I don't know, at a regular time or whatever. A regular, yeah, time is a good enough word. We're going to move on to the next subject. So tonight's music um, is also kind of interesting. We're going to start off with um, one from the Squeezebox Bandits. Um, I saw somewhere that they had a new song out and it was called Hello Heartache. So I looked it up and got it to play for you guys and... Now I'm not so sure anymore if it's new or not. But either way, it's new to me. I haven't heard it. It's really cool. Um, I really like them. And so we're going to start off with them. And then we're going to go from there into, we're going to go from country to kind of something a little different. Um, it's called They're called Psychic Love Child. They're out of Dallas. It's a five-piece from Dallas. They just did a video with Coffee Pot Films, big supporters of theirs. So thought we'd get their music to listen to. This is Psycho Love Child and their songs, Honey Business. And then after that, we'll hear one from Big Heaven. Um, I don't know if I played this one on the podcast before, so I'm playing it now. It's called Same People. And I really like it. It's a slower, chill song. It'll kind of get us all in a nice, relaxed mood for Miss Mandy. Then we'll talk to her. And then after that, things are going to get a little strange, a little... I think it's, it's, the last three songs are really cool. It's a fun, it's a fun three-song mix. It'll go from a brand new one from Son of Stan, which I really wanted to go. They played at Friday night at Lola's um, with Hotel Satellites, and I really wanted to go to that show. But <clears throat> man, your boy's broke. All right, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't got money for that right now. So if I did, I would have gone there and I would have saw some of that, and then would have ran over to the Cicada where the Cubes were playing and Clinton Elsey was playing. I would have saw some of that. Friday night had two really great shows playing, you know, at the same time, and I would have died to be at either one of them, but couldn't be. So we're going to play the new Son of Stan featuring Yuma Spears. So that's always awesome to hear Yuma in a, in a song. And then after that, we're going to go into the new one from Yokio. Um, and her song features J-O-E, and it's called Candy. And it's super cool. And then from that, we're going to close out with something a little extra. And that's J-Boy. 
and his song Extra. So I don't have too much to say. Um, like I said, we talk about a lot of really good stuff with Miss Mandy. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and get everything started, all right? What do you say about that? We'll just kick off the show with a little bit of Squeeze Box Bandits and their song called Hello Heartache. <laughs> Thank you. 
Now it's time for our interview. Hello. Hello, may I speak with Mandy Hand? Speaking. Hello, this is Jeffrey Lord from the Funky Town Podcast. Hey, Jeffrey Lord. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Excellent. Did you, did you do anything exciting today? Exciting. Nothing too exciting, which was okay. It was uh, kind of a busy day. Was it? Yeah. I had a, a really good band practice yesterday, so that was pretty exciting. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't do anything. My um, the wife had shoulder shoulder. It's so hard to say shoulder <laughs> surgery. Um, several weeks Yikes. back, but it's a it's a long healing process. And then she got sick like last week. <clears throat> oh, and so it's like been so so uh, this weekend. It's just been like a lot of laying around, doing nothing. Uh, yeah, that sounds perfect. Yeah, it's been kind of boring, but it's it's been needed. I think. Well, and the weather today didn't help either. Mm-mm. Oh, it's awful right now. It's, I don't. I don't know, man. It's like. You it, know what? It's like a real spring that other parts of the country experience that we don't. Is I'm it? Just, I'm just looking at it that way. I think so. Yeah. Like there's a there's an article of clothing called a spring jacket that exists. <laughs> okay. And it was made for this weather. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just trying to take it in stride personally. No, I know. But when, yeah. Whenever August. Gets here. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna really miss these days, but I'm just ready for it to get warm, consistently. Warm. I know. Not not hot. I know. Just warm. I know. Yeah. Just like not jacket weather. Yeah. It feels like it's been long. Yeah. For, it feels like it's been cold for a long time. This has been a really, really wet and long uh, end of winter into spring. I agree. For for our part of the country, you know. It seems like I it. have a. I used to know a lady and she would say, you know, Fort Worth, Dallas is the same latitude as Baghdad. <laughs> wow. So we're supposed to be hot, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's funny. I never knew that. I didn't either. I don't even know if it's true, but she used to say that all the time. It was funny to me. So um, something I've noticed, um, and it's not intentional, but a lot of my guests that I've had on this year um that i had on last year are almost exactly a year apart within like a couple of weeks and it's like that's I, awesome and it's like i had you on last year but i think it was like last week would one of it a year maybe but it's almost yeah yeah right that sounds right talking about quiet yeah so it's just i don't know it's now just funny. we've got this new thing yeah, yeah that's great yeah, I like being a seasonal person like that. <laughs> no, I think it's cool too. But it, but it, like I said, it's not intentional on my part. It's probably more intentional on you guys' part than any of the, of the people that I had on because you're obviously kind of on some kind of schedule where you're releasing something around the same time every year, which is kind of cool. And I just I, I so right. happen to to see it and be like, hey, come on the show and let's you know let's talk about it. So I, I think it's more you guys being seasonal than me and and you're just paying attention so that's perfect yeah i guess so yeah right on so that's cool Well, spring is my favorite season so here we are it is the best one i think yeah definitely is it because we're pisces is that why we like it because our birthdays and (laughs) probably yeah yeah we really to that like changing of the weather and 
changing of the light and all that good stuff. Well, I really like all the, um, the way people look at, um, what is it? It's like a metaphor or whatever for, you know, just like, um, how your life has seasons or how friends have seasons or different relationships have seasons. You have a winter, you have a summer, you know, I mean, you can actually kind of relate to, you know, and so it's kind of neat when you can think about it. You're like, Oh yeah, well, I mean all the, you know, like now is the, is the time where you're like, Oh, you can celebrate all the new growth, you know, all the things that are coming back. Yes. That's why I love spring. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess that's why I also love to release music in the spring because you know, the recordings are new and then it's like, then we're going to ramp up to play during spring, summer, which is my absolute favorite time to play. I don't care if it's hot. There's just something about like a lot of dates in the summer. Mm-hmm. I guess it's because, um, you know, my day job, I'm a teacher, so I'm technically unemployed during the summer. <laughs> right. So you have a lot you know, more time to, to do right, that kind of stuff. And so stay out late. I can just like totally focus on it and yeah, and it's just. You know, it's like what I would be doing if I didn't have two kids anyway. So, mm-hmm. and they don't care if they think it's cool. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I don't want to speak for them. <laughs> they'll, Anyhow, they'll, think yeah. it's, they'll think it's cool as they get older. It'll be cooler to them yeah. the older they get. They've been pretty much supportive. You know, they're kind of neutral about it right now. And I don't like make them go to shows. Except that one time my son happened to ha- like happened to be obligated to tag along to one of my shows on a like a Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. at Mass, and he ended up having a really good time on, cool. on accident. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow, yeah. yeah. No, I th- spring is here. I think um, any of the shows that are family friendly or whatever, you know, you, you should bring the kids. That'd be cool. Yeah, definitely. Like, there's just so many the the bands in Fort Worth that are. First of all, Fort Worth is truly unique and that it's really hosts and nurtures uh, local music and uh, original music. And I didn't really realize that until I left town recently and I went to like a place that used to be known for its original music. And now the only people playing songs are playing cover songs. Mm -hmm. And I came home and I thought, you know, like even bands that are playing to like five people, at least they're playing original music and at least bars are letting them play their original music. And I think that I just feel so lucky to be in Fort Worth and like DFW at large because we really do let bands do that, you know, and Mm -hmm. maybe people are not going out to see it as much as they should, but bands are still doing it. And you guys you know, when you're in a bar and you hear an original band, like that's a gift. So I just wanted to say that. <laughs> so did you read the, um, the Dallas observer, the Dallas observer article? No, I haven't read any like local. I've been totally in a bubble. What's going on? Well, it was kind of about that, um, about that thing. It was talking about local music in, in Dallas. Um, in the beginning of the, of the article, it, it was talking about a sold out show after sold out show for like these um, Led Zeppelin cover bands and ACDC cover bands and Pink Floyd cover bands. And, you know, they're going mm. to these places and seeing and there's like, you know, dads and baseball hats and kids playing and, you know, a whole lot of love is playing in the background and it's a packed house. And, it's, right. you know, and that's kind of, you know, and it's like people want to hear what they're what they like as far as like what they know. 
the jukebox, right. you know, the right. live jukebox right. or whatever. Um, and it's interesting because it's like there is the article was t- talking about all the all the talent in town um, from I mean like local high schools to colleges to the music scenes to all the venues from you know here all the way to there and back you know there's just everywhere so there's plenty of it here but it's like if you're in in, in a band and you want to make make money you're almost forced to do cover stuff all these really Correct. great guys that are really great at doing what, what, what they do if they want to make a living they have to do, do covers yes 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 and so my yeah. question is yeah. how do we get how do we get the people because there's plenty of you know i mean um there's there, there's lots of podcasts that talk about local music there's some um local shows on, on the radio that talk about it um there's newspapers i mean slightly i mean like the weekly or or the, the 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 observer that does articles and stuff on it but how do we get like the mainstream people like really involved because if well i mean you can get your right ep out there and people can hear it and they'll hear these sort right. of songs and then they'll learn it and then when they come and see you play they'll be like oh i love this song and they'll be excited to, right. to, to hear it just like they would if it was a led zeppelin song it's just they have to they have to consume the local music enough to learn the song so when they go to the show they know what songs the bands are going to play and they'll have the same kind of you know i know and you know there's a few bands in town that are like that you know and i don't know if that's because they like got people to really hook on before you know like before 2020 or before something happened in the culture where all of a sudden we all just wanted to remember that one giant thing you know mm-hmm. and i don't know when that happened or you know where it started exactly but you know it's like a it's like a darkness that rolled in on all the local art scenes no everything's really you know? changed yeah since before the pandemic yeah. and afterwards yeah and I didn't even realize, and I was thinking about like Austin. Okay. Austin used to be a place where you can go and hear some, some local music that was, you know, the fucking, excuse me, can I cuss on this? Yeah, thing? you're fine. <laughs> you know, the live music capital of the world. Well, since, I don't know, probably 2010, 2012, Sixth Street is all, you know, blues covers. Mm-hmm. So Austin's gone. I'm sure it has pockets. It probably has pockets like we have pockets. But sure, I feel every like town Fort has. Worth being, you know, Fort Worth being kind of a small town, like if you're going to go out to Cicada or Lola's, like you know you're going to see a, an original band. But even then, like bands like the Panic, you know, the Morris, Morrissey, excuse me, people are going to like shoot me. The Smiths cover band. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, he you did know, sing for the like, Smiths, so I mean, it's kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know what I mean, though. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I don't know. I just, it's a big conflict in my heart and my mind. I'm just really grateful that, that bars are still booking bands that they know are going to play original music. Oh, you know, no, yeah, like, no, too. And there's, like, and there's plenty I, in town, too. There's, there, there's several. There's lots of venues, really good venues. There are. They've even you know, built new ones. Like, I mean, Old Love has I feel like one. I could go to... You know, like you could probably go to like Dallas or like like Little Rock or Tulsa or something like these smaller markets. Like I don't even know where like where would that be in Austin? Where would that be in Houston? You know, like what's up with the cover bands, man? Yeah, well, I know. So we went to um, me and um, and Dustin and Susie went down to Austin not this 
year, but last year um, mm-hmm. for South by Southwest. And we went, it was the, um, God, I forgot what it was called. It was like some sort of old ballroom, some old something ballroom or something like that. And it's just an, an old kind of divey bar on a, in a different part of town. And they had a whole festival and it was all the, um, oh, and I'm, I'm blinking on the Sostex, S-A-E. S-A-U-S. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's it was their label, yeah. and so it was Fox like all, yeah, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. there's like all these bands, and there's these bands that I wanted to. I've heard their con- their compilation, and so there were some bands on there that I really liked. Um, one of them being Jane Doe, and she was playing, mm. um, and some other ones. And so we drove down there, and we were there all all day long. And so like that stuff still happens. It felt like old Austin, you know. It was just a bunch of oh, I'm so glad you know, you just that. like. What whatever, but, whatever you want to call it, you know, but it was just that crowd. It wasn't the corporate Austin South by Southwest kind of crowd yeah. the, or the money crowd or any of that. This is just, but you know, what I want to know is, is it that once a year at a at an unsanctioned South by event, or is that like, is that where I need to go and like where my band needs to play? Yeah, Tell no, I think track. no, I think they're doing. I, I think they're doing that stuff. Um, all over. I think I think Sostex is actually like San Antonio and Austin. I think that's why it, I need to ask the guy. But um, I think I've always thought that's what they were was like them was like San Antonio and Austin uh, combined. Yeah, and I think San Antonio has a pretty good indie scene too. That's mm-hmm. true. And you so, know, they're kind of like a little island down there. Yeah. And but so, you know, like if you go downtown, you're definitely going to hear cover bands. In every major city, well, probably in every city, you know, you're going to hear right, right. Hear There's and a convention crowd, you yeah. know. But that's why, even like, if you're going to do like a three-hour set at Shaw's or whatever, I would say it probably at least a third of your stuff has to be covers, you know. Oh, two thirds. Okay. At Shaw's. Yeah, somewhere. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Worse, where, I mean, you can throw in know. your stuff or whatever, you know, because you want to play your, your stuff and let people know, hey, this is my song, and we're on Bandcamp, and you can see us play at Mass or, or Cicada or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you also got to play, you know, whatever Chantilly Lace or, <laughs> you know, this, the, you, know, you got to play the hits that everybody knows. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Unchained Melody or whatever. Right. And get them liking you, you know, and then like, oh, right. I like this person. And then throw in one of your, right. uh, one of your songs or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I just want to know how we could make, because there was like, you know, and I guess it's, it's just a different time, but like back in the 60s, they had the whole teenage scene all over town where it was like yes. all these kids that were doing it. It was like a big thing. It was a whole... It's, it's like, how could we, how do you, I mean, it's got to be organic, but how does that happen again? I mean, you well, know. first of all, that was, it's right in the name, the teenage scene. I really do think that like we need a lot more really young bands. That's one thing that I haven't seen a lot. Like, you know, a lot of the local bands are grownups and adults that can afford this, you know, cause it's not cheap, but it's I want to encourage yeah. I want to encourage like our high school kids and like my son wants to start a band. So anybody listening, <laughs> yeah. if your kid wants to start a band, hit me up. Cause my son really wants to be in a band and wants to make original music. And he writes his own, he started writing some songs and, you know, I almost think it's time for, well, I won't say that prematurely. Like I'm never going to stop performing and writing music, but you know, really to make a scene, it has to be the kids. And I want to see the kids like come come out strong and come to each other's shows. And they're going to have to just do that. Like they're going to have to reject nostalgia culture. 
which is hard because like my my kids love old music you know mm-hmm. like the newest the newest thing my son listens to is from the mid 2000s and i'm like but well that's not that's not an exaggeration but like i would love to see you know the younger bands really come come out so kids don't go to college start a band i'm just kidding yeah. do it all but definitely start a band no i start a band now I think they're doing really cool stuff in town as far as like there's the um the girls rock camp. Yes, yeah. Shout out to Sarah and company at Girls Rock. Where they teach all the you we know teach kids to play yes. music. And then um there's We're the thing actually with... recruiting volunteers and campers right now. So oh, excellent. Girls Rock Fort Worth. Cool. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and also like the library has the um I think you can check out musical instruments to learn how to play. Oh yeah, shout out to Amplify eight one seven. I love that program. It's like I don't yes. think enough people know about that. You know how cool it is to yes. be like a fourteen-year-old and be like, "I want to learn how to play the bass or the guitar or whatever," but like I, I can't afford one. Well, you can go to the library and check out one, and you know, yes. And if somebody yes. really wants to learn how to play it, they're gonna—I would think they would take care of it because they really right. have an interest. It's not gonna be just some. Hopefully, well, I don't know, you know. Yeah, exactly, and it's like it's this giant thing you have to lug home. Like you better, yeah, you better want to do it and take care of it, and. You know, and then you'll find out if you love it or if you want to go in a different direction. But that is a very cool program. Yeah. No, and I think things like that can help foster that kind of, you know, it's just, I don't know. I just want to know what it takes to, like, make it catch fire. Because, like, the guy, I think the yeah, guy. Yeah, and we just have to have a culture of going places again, you know, like. You know, the whole millennial trope about like, I love it when plans are canceled because I can just stay home in front of my TV. Like, that's real. And if we're not careful, we're going to pass that down to Gen Z. Yeah. You know, and they're the ones that, you know, they should want to get out of the house. Like, that should be their natural mode. See, I wonder if if it doesn't have just something to do with, well, for kids, it would be different. I wouldn't say spending money, but because I mean, but kids have spending yeah. money, you know, it's, it's especially yeah. if you're 21 or 20, 19, and you're living at home and you got a full time job, you don't have a whole lot yeah. of bills, and you can go out and see bands play. Um, yeah, that's true because it's not cheap. I mean, those $10, those $10 covers add up, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's true. Like a little bit of disposable. And well, that's why I say, you know, it's got to be the kids. Yeah, you know, no, the people I, that aren't I think you're right. Having to spread their money around. Because I was going to say, I think, I think maybe the reason why a lot of people don't go out as much after COVID, it may just mm-hmm. be because they don't have as much money as they did before COVID. Yeah, that's real. You know? Everything is so high right now. Mm-hmm. And nobody's making any I was actually money. just listening to, yeah, no, I was listening to your Zach episode today and I was like, yep. <laughs> it's the worst, Everything man. is real expensive. I know, it's stupid. It's like I went to Fiesta yesterday, um, wanted to make um, some Frito pie. Right, so I got the, mm. I got the chili. It was a good it was, it was a good price. The cheese was a good price. I went to get the Fritos. Five dollars and sixty nine cents for a regular bag of Fritos. Not not the big family bag. The regular bag. I was like, oh my god, it's like six dollars for Fritos. The little bag that's smaller than a football, like that bag. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you know, know the regular Frito bag. Yeah, yeah. just a regular average that used to be like three dollars or whatever. Yes, like, oh. and even that like was high like you, that was still a splurge mm-hmm. you know but nothing like now <clears throat> no but so i checked when i went to, i went to walmart today and i, I didn't need fritos because i just bought some but I, I looked to see how much they were there and they were like 4.59 so they were like a mm-hmm. like almost a buck and a half cheaper about a dollar cheaper at walmart yeah <clears throat> and it's like i know still high i know people who will go to 
this Walmart for certain things, go to Fiesta for certain things, then go to Kroger for certain things. You know, just because they because they all have really good sales on certain things, and so and yeah, you're right. And if you live here long enough, you kind of know who has the best produce and the meat and the baker, whatever. And they just they do all their. I'm like, I'm not doing my grocery shopping at four different places on a Saturday, but they will. They'll go store to store to store to store. I'm gonna go here to get my meats. Go over here to get the produce. No way. You know. You know, I used to live over there, and I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. And it's I a, and I. I've lived that life because, you know, I love the Fiesta produce, but there's some things that I need to go to Walmart for and there's some things you want to go to Kroger for. And it's like at some point you just got to make a choice. Yeah. Like, is this going to be a Kroger week or a Fiesta week or a Walmart week? Right. If, if they don't have it, we're not going to so, get it. We'll get something yeah. different. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway. I miss that hood. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that article is in the, um, I don't know, it was on, um, it was on Twitter. I think Pete Friedman, sh- um, Oh, okay. it. And then I think I've seen other people talk about it. It, it kept popping up um, about, you know, so there were different people that were reading it and shared it. So I thought you might have have read it because that was kind of what they were talking about was, was what you were. Well, by the time this airs, I will have read it. So yeah, it's easy to find. Thanks for having me to that. Yeah. I'll even try to post it um, as a link here. So in case anybody else is interested in, in reading it, like I said, it's, a, it's, it's about Dallas, but it, it's appropriate it's here. It's all the same. As well, you know. And there is a certain, there's a certain scene. Like, there's, it's like, it's so weird to me because there, it's just different. Of course, there's different music scenes within our Fort Worth music scene. You know what I mean? Right. And there's, you know, like a lot of the bands that are part of Amplify A17, a lot of those, I don't know. I'm not, you know, right. You know, and they're good. They're from trend music and there's all these other, like, that's a label and okay. See, yeah. I've, I've heard that trend music before, but I don't know what that is exactly. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 they're like a pop label or something. My friend Anna is real good friends with them. Okay, see, like one so. of the one of the songs I'm going to play on this ep- episode is um, J Boy. Do, do you know J Boy? No, I think he's an Amplified One Seven artist. It's J A E B O Y. He's a hip hop rap guy or whatever. I'm not oh, familiar with that. But yeah, he's it's good. Um, but it's just like I've never, you know, I don't. It's not that they don't play around town. Well, even the the guys that um, they just had on the Jerry Johnston Massacre just had on the um, the Plum Boys. Mm-hmm. They're they're really. No, I've heard of them. Yeah, I mean they're they're like a really big deal. But I I didn't know who they were. I'd never heard of them uh, up until like just a few weeks See, ago. That's the that's the thing. Like all of our little individual scenes are kind of siloed and we need to bring them all together. That's what I'm thinking. You know what I'm saying? I need, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying this is a fault of mine. I need to know I mean, if I'm going to like, like, fo- 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 <laughs> you know, this music in town or whatever, it can't just be the South side stuff, you know? Yeah. I hear you. We yeah. To... Well, well, we will, we will strive to be better in that. Mm-hmm. And, and push it out more. Cause, but yeah, there are so many, and I learn a lot of them because there's so many new, new podcasts in town. And so, yeah, that's so cool. I love that. Yeah, and I learned about some of these from some of these other podcasts because they're way because I'm 50, you know, and these other ones are <laughs> they're like 21 doing it, and so they're talking about I get it the local bands that they're liking, and I'm like, I oh, see, I didn't even know about this. I didn't even. Know, uh, see, you know. y'all, we need to do like some generational crossover. That's what'll really like if we could do some kind of weird thing that's never been been done, where like the Xers and the Zennials and the Zoomers like kind of all marinate to support each other's scenes, mm-hmm. like. We'd be unstoppable. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe I should just do nothing but listen to Fort Worth music for a week. I think I'm going to do that. 
Okay, that'd be cool. And then just like reach out and contact people and, you know. No, it, it really, I mean, it's just, I don't, it's, I don't know. It's just this time where it's like my daughter's, I forgot who it was. Um, it might be Melanie Martinez is, is coming to town or something like that, but she really wanted to go. And she has a job. Uh-huh. And she's got no bills, you know, and as soon as the tickets went on sale, she's in queue trying to get it, trying to get it, trying to get it. And I think, Oh yeah. And I, and, I remember being that age. You know, totally. Yeah. But I think she spent like two or $300 on, on her tickets. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I'd, two tickets. I'd do it if, yeah, it was two tickets. It's like, I would do it if I was her age and I had the money too. So I'm not, you know, but still it's just like, Oh no. I was like, I can't do that anymore. I just can't. No. You know? And so it's way cooler it's, for me to like, you know, come and see you play and then sing the songs yeah. along with, with you. Cause I know them very, yeah. very, very well. And then I can actually go up to, to, to after and be like, Hey, I really liked it when you did this song, <laughs> <laughs> which I can never do at a Melly Martinez show. Oh, no, no, never. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. I totally get that. Like, that's me with like the me things, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, totally. Yeah, but it is absolutely. that way. I mean, you sit there and listen yeah. to it, you mm-hmm. know, and, and look, so yeah. if, if they do something different, because you've all seen your favorite bands play, you know, and they played a song oh, yeah. a, a little different. You're like, oh, that was so cool. And you would love to, yes. to tell them, but you'll never tell them. Maybe you can tweet it and at them or something, but. You right. know, maybe they'll see it. Maybe they That's won't. That's probably but, what I would do, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just saying, if you're into the local scene, you're really in, into it, then you can go up to these people right after and be like, I really liked it when you did this. That was different. And, they would, and, they'll, and I guarantee they'll be like, whoa, that's so cool that somebody noticed and paid attention or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we would. Because, you know, as an artist and when somebody's giving you direct feedback about your song, there is nothing more valuable than that, you know? And if even if it's, you know, people are not usually rude, but even if it's indirect feedback from the way that they're reacting to a new song and it's not like they're not giving you the vibe back that you expected. And it's like, hmm, I need to go back and think about how to rework that before we record it. You know, mm-hmm. I just there's nothing like playing. And so I went to Key West, which is a place where Jimmy Buffett, who's written a million songs where mm-hmm. Shel Silverstein used to live, okay. where Tennessee Williams had a place there. Like all these incredibly creative people. So you're like, man, what if I could just find that one little block where there's like this guy like beat poeting or whatever, or like these little, you know, singer songwriter nights or something. And like, if that exists, I don't know where it is on that island. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, you probably, um, I don't know. You would have to. Yeah. You, you probably have to spend most of the day trying to. Like find it. Like talk, talk to, to the locals and try mm-hmm. to find it. Like it's probably easier to find an indie like visual art scene. But that's what I mean compared to coming back to Fort Worth. Because I was really kind of at a crossroads about, you know, am, am I going to keep doing this like I'm doing this? Am I going to make a radical change? You know, am I, you know, am I going to write as many songs? Do I want to, what do I want to do? And, you know, going to a place that used to like foster creativity just based on where it was to a to now it's totally, I would say, creatively barren, if I'm being honest. You know, like, it's a totally a party town, and that's it. Mm. Um, coming back, going, like, at least I still live in a place where I can write music, and people give a damn. People will play it with me. People will record it with me. I can put it out, and then people will come see us play it together. Like, and it's not hard for people to find that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I were to tell somebody I'm playing in Fort Worth, they don't have to find me in some <laughs> like some house or something. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. 
or something. Does that really... make sense? Yeah. 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 I just, I just, man, like local music and like original music is so important and people don't think it is. And it just is, you know, and it took me like going away to realize that. No, I think that's, um, I think that's important because I, I always think I'm like there, there has to be. I just assume that there that there has to be some sort of well, let's just say underground for for lack of better mm-hmm. terms. But there has to be some sort of mm-hmm. underground scene in every city, um, right? Right. Know, even if it's a town of eight hundred, there's there's a couple of weirdos that are listening to strange records together. <laughs> you know, right. the, somewhere exactly. there's always something going on um, that's kind of. Un- underground or whatever but um right right especially in a remote place mm-hmm. you know where that seemingly doesn't have a lot of outside influence but but sometimes it is just a house because every, you know because i don't know yeah. it's it's money yeah. you know it's just they if we if we were see you have to be careful what you wish for is what i'm trying to say if we were successful in our vision and had everybody in town or at least let's say Four out of ten people, which is forty percent, a lot of people, you know, that's a lot. If would know their favorite local band, they could tell you. you right. Know, they could talk yeah, about. Yeah, that would you know, be a huge number. Right, a huge number. If we got mm-hmm. that, there would be immediate p- p- people in town trying to monetize off of it. And oh it, yeah, that's true. And it would ruin yeah. it, and it would totally ruin it, and it would become Austin, you know, because that's what it is. All the money, mm. comes to, you know. These. And then all of a sudden, it would be, you know, maybe not all of a sudden, but in a few years, it'd be covers anyway. Because once, because once you become known as a music town. You know, unless you're actively producing it like Nashville, which, you know, let's be honest, like they're probably crawling with cover bands, too, just for tourists. Oh, sure. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with a cover bands, you know, I mean, you have to be talented. No. And, but it's just I just want, you know, I don't know. There's I just nothing want... wrong with cover songs. Mm-mm. You know, no, at all. I think I think all bands should have a cover song in their set, just because it's fun. It's fun. To, I love to see yes. local bands do um, cover. The other, the other day, I was wearing my uh, Fort Worth Rock Assembly shirt. You know, yeah. and Andrew um, Turner from which one? Which one do you have? It was the one with Texas on it, and it had the the prism rainbow, like Dark Side of the Moon, going through it. Oh, that's a great design. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see that one much. And yeah. So, and so Andrew um, asked me about it, a- a- Andrew Turner from the Fort Worth Roots, and um, mm-hmm. they were telling him about it. It's like, it's like, well, there was a time whenever local bands in, in town, they would, you know, they would all get together and cover other bands. You know, like, I mean, Motor Scooter did, did the Ramones one year, you know. You guys covered. Yeah, and it was. Didn't you guys do some? Uh, Me and the Diabolical Machines did Beach Boys. Okay. And then. Oh my God! I'm sorry. It's it's a Sunday, and I've been having some wine. I can't believe I went that back that far. No, we did Berlin the last time. Okay. It was um, oh, that's 2019. Cool. 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we did Berlin. That was fun. Like, like, and I then want, I want that to come back. Me too. And maybe that would be a way to get people to know more. Lo- local bands is to have like the you know maybe this is the time for the, you know the real time for the fort worth rock assembly to you know to really bring in a lot of new yeah. folks or whatever because it's all low it's, it's all cover bands you know right but right it's, and it's, it's always totally sold out and now that lola's is relocated it would be a perfect spot because it's so close to tcu oh yeah you know those kids would eat it up yeah because i remember um yeah the beastie boys and zeppelin and there was a ton of mm-hmm. ton of great bands you know 
Oh yeah. It was really awesome. And so that would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. You heard it here first, Tony, Tony Diaz. (laughs) Yeah. I think everything just died with, with COVID. And so we didn't have to just kind of try to toil the earth and bring it back. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do some hard work. I don't know. I don't know who's going to do that, but I know. And see, <laughs> and see that that's just it. It's like I love doing what I do, but what I do is very easy. Play some songs and talk to cool <laughs> people. You know what I mean? It's like putting all this stuff together, you know, and making these events and playing these events and putting up the phone calls and getting the bands and do get get yeah. the monies and vendors and whatever. I mean, that's a lot of it's that's a whole nother full time job. Yeah, it is, and you have to be incredibly dedicated and organized. And now I, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you just released an EP. What was like last week? The four twenty one or uh, no four fifteen. Four fifteen. Yes, uh, void of form, which is a lyric from Creature. Um, that was that was that went live on on March seventeenth. So that's been out for a little while. And then the rest of it are re-recordings from Olivia and Strike a Match. Okay. So those are Strike a Match is only on Bandcamp, and then Olivia was the first one that went to all the streaming services, and <laughs> which I put a picture of a girl named Olivia on the cover instead of either me or Jesse. Oh, how funny! So, th- so there's that. <laughs> but um. Yeah, you know, with the lineup changes, like, through the years, these songs have always been there. And the people that I've got now have been playing these songs for so long. And I, you know, it just made sense to put our arrangements out there. Right. And kind of, you know, make them canon, I guess. Because mm-hmm. so. it's more full and it, and it is, it, re- mm-hmm. it represents who you are at the moment. Thanks. Yeah. 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 You know, and just like, hopefully we're going to be this for, for the time being. It's been, it's been the longest I've had a lineup since I think ever. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on particle board. No, it's good. I think you got a good group now. Yeah. A really good group now. I'm really happy with everybody. Yeah. And I, I just, we're, we're just, we're good. We work well together. Now, do you have um, plans to make an album was like some new stuff that you haven't put out before. We definitely are. We've got two new songs that are going to be in the, that are been in the set and we are about to lay those down and I'm trying to make a decision about what format those are going to come out on. Are we going to do two or three more additionals and call it an EP or we might buckle down and people have been asking about a whole album. Mm -hmm. So We'll, you know, and if we did an album, we'd probably include re-recordings of like Dreamin' and Olivia, and because those were songs that we recorded. Jesse and I recorded in studio on kind of a more time limited basis. So, recording with Kevin, we can just kind of relax and take our time a little bit. And it's yeah. not that we're so picky about like layering a million parts, but just. You know, like we can stretch the song out a little bit here. We can change a chord here. We can like really be intentional about what serves the song. 
you know, because sure. now that we've been playing those songs live for so long, they've evolved a lot. Right. So I don't know. I'm always just kind of an old and new kind of person, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Now, I think it's neat to go back and listen to some of the old recordings of, you know, some bands, you know, in town, because there's a lot that you can find on Bandcamp where you can go back and be like, oh, they've done this song before. And you can go back and you can hear like an older recording of it. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. You can kind of see where it came from to where it is now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's more common practice than people realize. So, and it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's like, you know, painters do that all the time. They'll do one tree 20 different ways. Sure. Well, plus you haven't, um, <laughs> you know, every time you add or take away a player, it, it, it makes it different. Oh God. Know? Yeah. But especially yeah, when, I can't... when you go from like two to five. Yeah. So we went from two to three to two to four and then four, it was an easy jump to five. Cause for a while, five was me being just the singer. So that was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. But then when Steve left and somebody had to play keys, it fell to me. And then we were four again. And then the addition of Stephanie has been really fun because I've never had like a really dedicated backup singer again, you know, before. Like yeah, by that really... I mean that's her job. Yeah, they all sound good know. together too. She compliments hey, thanks. Yeah. 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 I like singing with her a lot. Her voice is really similar similar to mine, but different enough. And it's it's kind of amazing that I found her. Like I feel feel really lucky about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So whenever so I'm gonna ask you kind of a a personal question. And you don't have to answer it if I mean it's not bad, but if you're like, oh <laughs> um I'm all ears. Okay, when, whenever you write songs, so being um a wife and a mother and a t teacher, whatever. Um, do you ever worry that if you were to write? Because I mean, I have to say that every time I would write a song, it was always biographical. It was always something I was going through. You know, I was in love with right. somebody, or I was out of love with somebody, or whatever it was. But I was, I never just wrote about stuff that I didn't go through. You know, myself, or whatever. And plenty of people do, and they, they and they write about characters or from a different character's point of view, and all these different things. And I think that's really cool. So. I'm, do you ever worry about like whenever you write stuff that somebody's going to take, Oh, they're going to think I'm, you know, fighting with my husband or they're going to think <laughs> I'm a bad mom because I said this or did that or, you know what I mean? Even though it's just, yeah, I do. Okay. I do know exactly. Yeah. Um, a little bit. I mean, I worry more about what the people that really know me are going to think, but usually they don't ask and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but you just have to put it out there. And like, if you believe in the song enough or like I've learned, like I've got one that I've never recorded that the title has somebody's name, but nothing about the words of the song indicate the person. Mm -hmm. So I've learned to be a little bit more circum circumvent the direct influence, you know, okay. I've learned how to do that a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is, it is hard to just do characters. Like I just, life is so rich. Like, you know, I just don't know how not to write from my life and things that I observe. Okay. Um, yeah. but I, that's I feel I like, I've, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, you know, probably people that write in a narrative character basis, they're still taking from life in some way. They're just better at like 
making making it a metaphor. You know, I don't think anybody lives in a vacuum. No, no. Beyond, so but you could also, so you could, I guess if you did write it about someone, they're like, is that about me or is that about this? You could be like, no, man, it's just, it's just a song. Exactly. <laughs> it means nothing. Exactly. <laughs> and so, exactly. So I guess what you always you have that to fall saying, back on. Yeah. Like, who do you think it's about or what do you think it's about or what is it about to you? And yeah, yeah. Oh, and you know, the other thing too is that, um, Going forward, we're going to have more group written songs and more group contributions. Okay. So that's really awesome because it, yeah, that open, you know, it lightens the load. It's more fun. It's more interesting in a way. And yeah, it's just more interesting to write a song that way, I think. See, like there's an old 97 song and it's an old one. It's it's one of the early ones. I don't really know that the singer Rhett was in a relationship and I don't think he was married but even if he was but the song is called W-I-F-E and it's like it's like <laughs> I got my wife the other women and the whiskey killing me one makes it so that I see red one makes it so that I can't see if I had half a brain left after my debauchery I'd give up the other women and the W-I-F-E which is great I mean it's fantastic you know but it's like if I wrote that <laughs> would he be like one dude your wife is so cool how could you write a song like that you know what I mean it's like it's just a country I, yeah. song. It's country lyrics. It's supposed exactly. to be, you know. Exactly. Well, so, see, that doesn't surprise me at all because I grew up listening to like Waylon and Merle, sure. and, like Willie, and all those, all those story songs. And I'm super in a, on a Marty Robbins kick right now. I have oh, wow, a couple yeah, okay. years, and I love those cowboy songs. And they're all just stories, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's funny. I need to re-listen to that. I have heard that song. Oh, it's great. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. I think it's one of the first yeah. ones I ever heard. You know, I, mean, yeah, I think they were really young at the mm-hmm. time. I don't think he was married, but it's just that great, perfect, you know, it's just a great, you know, <laughs> anyways. Yeah. But I was like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sure that if I, you know, that I could come up with something like that, but it's like, I just would never let myself because I'd be afraid that people would interpret it like, oh man. That's fair. Not, 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 not only does Jeff cheat on his wife, <laughs> he's going to give up with, he's going to give up his mistress and his wife because he's an alcoholic. He needs some, <laughs> right, he needs right, some right. help. We need to we need to have a you know <laughs> an intervention. Yes, that's what it is. And, 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 and somebody'll write a song called Intervention and yeah. it'll be about you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, oh my funny. goodness. All right. Well, do you have any um anything exciting planned? Any shows c- coming up or Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So Saturday at Caves Lounge on April 29th. Oh, awesome. Uh is our EP release and we're playing like every song, every song in the catalog and Professor Fuzz is opening us, opening for us. Oh really? Professor Fuzz 63. Have you played with Yeah, the, the, we love those guys. Yeah, they're fun. They are so fun. Love them. Love them. Like come, come ready to dance because we're all going to dance. They play at nine. We play about 10 and Caves Lounge in Arlington. That's and cool. then we play uh, in May with Itchy Richie and Jaybirds at Lola's. Oh, that's cool too. And that's going to be May. Hang on, I'm going to. Can you hear me? I'm looking at my calendar. Yeah, I can hear you. I always get this date wrong, and I don't want to get it wrong. It is. But da da da. Friday. 
May 19th at Lola's with Itchy Itchy Richie and Jaybirds. We are, I'm not sure if we're opening or closing that, but Jaybirds is middle and uh, they're great. And well, we're all great, but yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I I haven't seen them. I wanted to see them. So this would be a good time to see them. Yes, yes. Please come. Bring the fam. That would be fun. And you know something interesting about the Professor Fuzz 63, kind of about them. I went to see um I went to see them play at it wasn't caves it's was it's growl growl records right Yeah 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 I love growl so, mm-hmm. and a buddy of mine went and he brought a buddy of his and now I know his buddy but I don't ever really see him out at shows and so whenever we get there we're, we start we start started talking and he's like hey he's like do, do you know the professor fuzz 63 I was like oh yeah I've seen them at a ton he's like he, 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 i was like they're great he's like man he's like i listen he said he listens to this radio show on mixler you know what that is m-i-x-l yeah okay yeah so i guess he listens to some random radio show on there and this radio show is always playing the professor on their show and he listens to yeah. the show and he really liked it you know and then he didn't even know they were a local band and he's like and, you know and then he realized that they were playing growl and he's like i gotta go see them play he had no and he was that so really excited cool. to go see them play because he's like i love this band and they're actually here i didn't even know it you know and he just that is really cool yeah i thought that was really cool because you know you find it wherever you find it i don't even know what show he was listening to or anything but um some little mixer radio show who plays a professor you know that's some kind of like weird backwards way to get into your local scene. And I definitely need to find that radio show because I'm going to put my stuff on there. Yeah. You know, wherever, yeah, <laughs> wherever you can, you know, yeah. because you never yeah. know who's, yeah, sure. who's going to hear it where, you know. Yeah, that's right. You're absolutely right. Like people just, we all need to be better about not just relying on the streaming services. I know I'm bad about that too, but just not forgetting local like college radio and all the nonprofit radios and the internet radio, like, I think there's, I think there's still some lifeblood there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like obviously because somebody found out about a local band, didn't even realize it. So yeah, yeah. you never know. Small radio. That's the way to go. Small radio and the young kids. That's going to save us. Yeah. Now he was, now he's an old <laughs> dude like, like me, but still it works. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But he used no, to be, it's gonna be, he used to be a young kid who liked underground music and found it where he could and still does it in his 50s just like a lot of us you know love that yeah yeah that's a great habit so all right man it's been really fun talking to you it has been fun talking to you jeff i'm gonna go back to watching the three-hour um amazon um uh, not amazon marathon movie amadeus oh fun do they do that (laughs) do they do the song amadeus amadeus Amadeus, Amadeus, (laughs) probably not do you remember that song yeah, totally. Okay. That's a great song. Yeah, it is. You should cover that song. Okay, I'll put uh, it in the queue. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> All right. It was fun. I'll talk to you later. Okay, see you. Bye. Okay, bye. Thank you.
Pop off, I blow the top off, call the knockoff to get my rocks off. I can melt your face off, let the bass rock, boys. Want to be Moses, I suppose it's staying focused and hopeless. Till the noose is ropeless out here with no feeling. Wicked dealing, send stack to the ceiling. So opinion, left me reeling. Who's dealing with the cards that was dealt? My hand wasn't sunny, but I managed gin rummy. Church Eso.
It's about to be fantastic. Go. Who got the candy? And things you don't see often Keep you coughing You tell your friends And they come knocking And they come knocking Now I'm flying first class 
Hakuna Matata I'm the king of lions So I'ma do what I wanna Flexing on you with my Gucci and Prada All these rappers ain't competitors Now that Hakuna Matata I'm the king of lions So I'ma do what I please Smoking on trees Sipping on lean Don't know about you But I know it's not me Whoa I'ma be extra about it I'ma be extra about it I'ma be extra about it I'ma be I'ma be Yeah I'ma be extra about it I'ma be extra about it I'ma be extra about it I'ma be I'ma be yeah, I don't know who the fuck I am Getting green for the ham like Sam I am yeah. Sam I am, I don't know that man Give me Dr. J, let me get them bands yeah. Stay on brand, what they tell me Don't undersell me, get the fuck out of my head Smearing off jet, let me cock that bag Let me smoke on my gas, let me go ahead and spaz This yakety yak is back, I'm ready to attack I toss some trash on my pen and pad Listen for the pitter patter of your favorite rapper Serve your lies upon a silver platter Look at the image, fuck a motion picture Let it simmer, think we got a winner Feast your eyes on the prize The only thing that'll do conscious your mind Damn Hakuna Matata, I'm the king of lions, so I'ma do what I wanna Flex it on you with my Gucci and Prada All these rappers think they're better, there's not a Hakuna Matata, I'm the king of lions, so I'ma do what I please Smoking on trees, sipping on lean Don't know about you, but I know it's not me Know it's not me